Hello, people. My name is Elizabeth Lynn Dozier, and I'm going to read a few things that I have wrote down. And they, they kind of don't, you know, they only kind of go hand in hand together somewhat. But if you continue to listen, this is probably going to be the longest drug out story you've ever heard in your entire fucking existence. But it's going to be true. Having said that, it's not going to be a different story every single night. It's and that's and to some that's a good thing, to some that's a bad thing. I say that as in law and order. Law and order has a habit of it's a different story every single night, but it's the same damn story every single night. We're tired of it. We are just tired of it. If you could just get rid of it anytime soon, we would be much obliged. Please. Now. I'm going to read some of the things that I have wrote down. And this, this, you're going to get something that was just wrote down today. You know, this is stuff that come to, came to my mind today. They, this, this came to me today. I'm a spiritual advisor, per se. I speak to... Beings. Those, that's what I call, what I speak to. And that will be what the entities means in this one single sheet of paper that I have wrote down. Here goes. My granddaddy grew up in a time where if you got to acting up, you got a knot jerked in your ass. In other words, my granddaddy grew up in the 20s, in, in the Depression era. And for some of you that are my age, you probably have you might have a, a small speck of an idea of what the Depression era was like. But it was extremely hard. I can't even begin to imagine what kind of type of hard that is. But I also can because we've had people live in tents under bridges for like the last 20 years. And that's just not, that's not good. But anyways, he's a spirit that frequently visits me along with my cousin James Allen. A lot of people, nobody knows, I mean, unless you were a part of my family, you don't know who my cousin James Allen is. He, um, I've been told a few different stories. One story is that he was murdered. One story is that he was killed. Technically, he was killed by an 18-wheeler. But the ideas, the thoughts, the processes of why he got put out on the side of the highway, we probably will never know. But that's who James Allen is. He is a cousin who is dead. Sometimes I wonder how... Let's see, what's that word? Let me check. Okay. 
Sometimes I wonder how we can preach a book that contradicts itself. I constantly feel like the people in my life are trying to tell me to do what to do, but won't listen to me. Now, when I say all that, that's pretty much everything in my life wrapped up in one little itty small two-sentence paragraph right there. Um, when I say the people in my life are trying to tell me to, what to do, I mean, I know what to do. I've been knowing what to do since 2016, since trying to go to Detroit. And meet up with Eminem. And, and God only knows. I probably would have never met up with that man. But I bet you anything. I would have met up with someone. Who had some connections. And the story that I would have been telling. Would have been so eerily. Close to Eminem's story. Somebody would have called on. And they would have wanted to have known more. But that didn't happen. I ended up staying where I'm at right now in Mississippi. Excuse me. So, when I say something about, you know, I wonder how we can preach a book that contradicts itself. The Bible does just that. It contradicts itself and then it goes back. And it says, no, that's not what I want to do. I want to do something different. Which is perfectly okay because we as parents do that all the time. That is exactly what we do with our children. <laughs> oh, you, you little smart ass kids you throwing that shit up in my face like you just did okay calm down let's let's think about this you go to your bedroom i'm gonna go to mine and we are going to think about this before we go to war because i'm telling you right now i did what i did because it was more important than what you did that's almost kind of how that paragraph goes the last paragraph. What happened with my car wreck was an act of God. And talking about that to make money is wrong. Just to enjoy some kind of finer things. Some of the finer things in life. I was in a car wreck back J July 16th. Of 2017. Four days later. The lead singer from Linkin Park. Was found. Hang, hung. He had hung himself. He had committed suicide. And a lot of people. Mourn his death. But. Motherfucker. I was in a car wreck. I, I had broke ribs and my brother busted up his knee that car wreck almost took two people's lives it took two people's lives one life took two people's lives to make a contradiction if you look at things the way that i look at them 
my mind looks at things so completely different just like every everybody else's mind does because that's what happens we look at every every single person's mind is not built the same it's built so completely differently yes we all have some of the same beliefs belief systems but that does not mean that we think the exact same we're not going to think the exact same. We're not built the exact same. But when I'm looking at this, and I'm thinking to myself, a car wreck four days before Linkin Park lead singer commits suicide. What connection? Where is the connection? That is the question that I would be asking myself. I, Elizabeth Lynn Dozier, knows where the connection is. But there's not a lot of other people that do. That is the thing that sets me apart from other people. Boy, he is ready to come in. I hear you, Abel. Yes, I have a dog named Abel. Who can lay up on the couch, knock himself out, going to sleep, dreaming about chasing rabbits and cats or what have you. And get up hour or so later and kick a baseball that I'm trying to move with my finger. He can kick a tennis ball. A tennis ball that is laying in the middle of my floor. He can kick that little ball an hour later to show that hey guess what my mom can do what she does she's not stupid she's not illiterate but of course that's completely a different story and I say that because you know I mean I write stuff down every single day I've been writing stuff down for so long that it's not even funny I've got stuff wrote down in so many different notebooks that it's not even funny but, like, just, just this piece that I was working on that I just read to y'all, it came from, um, and, I, and yes, I'm going to be reading a lot of this to y'all, and these are just my thoughts. These, these are my thoughts. These are not all actions, but we'll go from there. It says, my mama and my granny both have dementia. And when I, when I wrote this was just the other day. This is, the, this is a memory. Let me, I need to write that down. I need to write this right here down. This is a memory. I've hit my head so many times that... <laughs> Whew, uh, this is a memory. Says, my mama and my granny both had dementia. Miss Ruth... With, lived with an alcoholic a majority of her life. Mama and I both knew what that was like. Okay, this particular memory. Let me. I'm. I'm gonna finish reading this, and I'm going to tell you what this that I started out with was about. Mama smoothed things out with him, but I didn't like his attitude. He cussed my mama. He he cussed my mama out. Mama, 
will make you mama money will make you crazy i get it not having it will make you crazier dozers are crazier my mom has stressed over money all my life and for once i wanted to make it go away at some point in my life i've had to test my own intelligence especially when it came to money had to learn how to cut corners instead of being a kid because my mom needed money and living with a drunk having to make ends meet and worrying about what's going on when you get home i don't know what i would have found if i would have gone to detroit but i know what wait I know what I lost by not going. I lost touch with this kick-ass woman my mom raised and my mom that and and a mom that my boys made. For the last 2 years since I met Alex, I've watched my life fall apart and come together. My oldest son graduated from boot camp, the army. My youngest son is going to live with his dad, almost a spitting image of my life story. Matt, my brother, wanting to join the military, me going to live with my dad. How did this happen? Especially when it was Matt trying to follow in my footsteps, and it was my idea to go to boot camp because anywhere was better than our dad's house. And I actually wish I had somebody here to kind of define that a little bit more. Because there's a whole lot of definition just in this one paragraph. But. I'm going to stop there. Because that kind of seemed like it took forever. And there's a whole like other three pages left. But. Let's see. Yeah. Definitely want to stop there. And then in a few weeks or days or however long it takes, we will come back and we will read some more. But as far as all this other stuff is, it is so eerie. How I look at my son's life and I see his life going in the same direction that mine went in. And it bothers me to the core. But we don't talk about that. So, I'm going to get off here and I'm going to let y'all get to bed. Y'all have a good night.